All right. Welcome to another episode of the Speech and Repeat podcast today with Petri Lachtela. Hi, Petri. How are you doing? Hi. Very nice to be here with you today, Jonathan. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my pleasure. You know, uh, it, it took some time, but it was uh, definitely worthwhile. Um, you know, before I pressed recording, we were already talking about a you know, a bunch of topics and it was just like, uh, you know, going on and on. And mm. I, at, at one t- uh, one point I had to stop and say like, okay, you know, uh, we got to press record. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes, very important points that you raised already in the beginning. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, you know, there's uh, a million, I obviously have a million question uh, questions. You are um, an interesting individual with an even in- more interesting story. And uh, I guess we, you know, we start, uh, we start at the beginning where, uh, you know, we, we start with the same question that we always start with, which mm. is obviously kind of to find out uh, for our listeners, you know, who is it that we're talking to. Mm. And so um, my first question is basically, you know, what's your story? Um, you know, who's Petri? Where are you coming from? Um, what did you do? And, wh- wh- you know, where are you now? What are, what are you doing today? Yeah, so yeah, I, I live in Finland. I was born here in Finland and I'm already 52 years old, actually 53 soon. <laughs> so so um, uh, I've been in international business for, for about 30 years now. Um, I have two kids and wife. Um, we've been together 35 years. Uh, so in my business life for uh, um, first 14 years I was in telecoms business so I was I was one of the early employees in a company where we developed um, mobile network testing systems and that company grew uh, a market uh, a second biggest in the in the market uh, share uh, globally uh, so from few people to 450 people. So after all the studies, I went through like engineer and MBA, and then then this work life university was something where I learned many of the things um, that uh, have been useful for me later on. But um, after 14 years in telecoms, I I got tired of of doing something or kind of. Um, using my energy on something that I didn't feel meaningful. So I, I wanted to, to do something that is helping people in their health or, or nature. And at that time, one of my mentors, uh, a guy called Tapio Tammi, who used to be the managing director of Polar, you know, the heart rate monitoring company for a long time, uh, so he he's my good friend and mentor. So he invited me to a company where he was in the board. And that company was developing IT systems to the uh, chronic diseases management and prevention. And, and that, was, that was really in, uh, interesting. Uh, I found it intriguing to, to dig deep into the understanding that why people develop, uh, for example, diabetes or other chronic diseases. And, and uh, our customers mainly were uh, London Healthcare Trusts and, and similar operators uh, worldwide. Uh, 
And there, actually, I, I got some of the first thoughts uh, that later on led to, to establishing Aura, Aura Health. Um, but, but before that, I was also um, the same guy, uh, Tapio Tammi, invited me to, to another company. It was a, an, an institute that helped uh, medical and health startups uh, to go to international markets. So I was heading that, that um, institution. And then after that, again, I was invited to, to be the CEO of, of a group of companies. So actually three companies and, and an institution. It, all, all those companies were, were owned by a foundation. And, and um, it was a private hospital rehabilitation center and a health spa. So about 250 employees and around the same, same amount of, of subcontractors doing different kinds of services. So I was, I was heading that. Uh, but then I, I kind of noticed that, that the clock frequency in that business is, is uh, not good for me. It's too slow. So I wanted to do something more meaningful. And, and I already had got those, those ideas related to how we could develop something that help, that help would help people to prevent the onset of chronic disease, for example. And and then we, uh, I got together with with one of my cousins who is who is he, he's Kari Kivela, he's a co-founder at Aura Health. Marco Goskela is another co-founder. Uh, he's he's a physician. Oh yeah, physicist and and. Um, uh, then my wife, uh, who has been in different businesses as well, she is one of the founders as well. So we we started working on the on the ideas that that later on led to founding Aura Health. So 2011, 2012, we started doing research uh, and and um, kind of testing different kind of um, devices and and solutions for measuring our, our physiology and so on. And then 2013, we established Aura Health. Uh, so I'm, I'm one of the founders and, and then I was the founding CEO. Uh, I was the CEO of the company until mid 2018. And after that, an innovation, C, uh, uh, chief innovation officer before I left the company 2020. Right. Um, obviously, that is, uh, that is uh, you know, things very condensed. And that's why, you know, let's get a little bit more into the detail, you know. Um, and obviously, there's a lot and we could, you know, just talk about uh, the, the founding of, of that company for four hours. Um, but let's talk about some of those, um, you know, milestones, um, uh, you know, during that time when you were in uh, at Aura, uh, you know, from the early days towards, um, you know, when you left, um, what were milestones, some major milestones to highlight, and also, um, you know, some numbers to drop in terms of, you know, how many users are there today, and how many countries, um, funding raised, um, all sorts of things. Okay. Yeah, so um, current, currently um, the number of users is close to 1 million 
worldwide in more than 150 countries. Uh, the revenue uh, last year, I mean, uh, 2020 was something like close to 60 million. And, and last year, it, it has not been released anywhere, but, but I would say it was close to 100 million or so. And the valuation of the company is, is um, around 1 billion or, or so. Uh, and um, so, so if, I, if I start from the kind of steps that how we, how we ended up there, so um, first of all, when we started solving this this problem, so 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 there, it was kind of a twofold target. So we wanted to empower people to kind of unleash their full potential. That was one view, um, and and another one was that we wanted to help people understand how their body responds to their lifestyle choices and how well they kind of recover from daily mental and physical strain so that they could avoid the symptoms of prolonged stress and, and even prevent the onset of chronic disease. So, so it was kind of twofold uh, target. And in the very beginning, we, we started writing use cases and user stories that how we want, to, want the end user to experience uh, the product and the solution that we are developing. That was actually a very, very important um, phase uh, because it helped us to, to, to stay true to, to these targets that we had set. And, and those use cases, they helped us to, to eventually um, invent the Aura Ring. So, so um, to be able to develop a complete solution that is really meaningful for the users, we had to get a long-term view on the physiological changes in the body. So we had to find a unique way to access the necessary data with high accuracy and wearing comfort. So, and, and we had basically tested everything what was there in the marketplace at that time, mostly wrist devices, but also also other solutions, and and some of them were were highly accurate, but but um, they were not that comfortable for in the, in the long term use, and then some solutions were more comfortable, but they weren't accurate, so therefore we had to develop something ourselves, and 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 that was that was of course pretty challenging uh, target for a small team of people. But in any case, it was important for all of us to, to develop something meaningful. For, 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 so so we, we wanted to go for it. Uh, so, so that was around 2012, 2013, and where we started this development and wrote those use cases. Then um, towards 2015, um, we, uh, we had already kind of decided that the main market where we need to get access to is US market because it's it's the biggest market for wearables and, and so on and biohacking and that kind of stuff. So, so we thought that because we are developing something 
something that requires a lot uh, from the user, especially from the initial target audience. We, it, um, we want them to understand, or, or actually we want them to be, um, uh, let's say, so deep in, the, in themselves that they were willing to do something actionable uh, to, to help themselves, to improve the quality of their life or, or their health. So, so we had to, to reach such people who already were doing something for their health and, and so on. So um, we, uh, we understood that US market is, is a must and, and from there we can then expand to other markets. So therefore, we decided to, to attend a, a launch festival, uh, so-called happening an event uh, in San Francisco in 2015. So we had to uh, make a video, a five minutes video that explained uh, the, the solution and showed the product and so on. Uh, and then based on that video, uh, they interviewed us and, and, and uh, then they eventually selected us to, to launch our product uh, from stealth mode to, to, to the whole audience there. I mean, maybe thousands of people, at least several hundreds of people there, and 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 that was where we where we uh, started the footwork, a lot of footwork, uh, especially the U.S. market. So we we started meeting uh, people like who, who were um, let's say in the quantified self movement. And, and uh, so we, we joined the wearable conferences and those quantified self conferences mm -hmm. and so on. Uh, we were giving speeches there and, and met, met a lot of people and, and introduced our, our solution to them and, and get their feedback and so on. And that all helped, uh, helped us in, in two things. Um, so actually, yeah, more, more than two things, but, but especially these two, two things so, so that we we got to know the target audience better and also that we could prepare ourselves to the Kickstarter campaign that we, we had in August, September, 2015. So there, when we, when we were writing the content and, and doing videos and so on to the Kickstarter, we already had talked to, to the people who represent the target audience. So it helped us in that way to, to understand better that what kind of content we should do so that we can reach those people. And also at the same time, we, they already came to know about us uh, to some extent so that uh, we had $100,000 as, as a target there so we could reach that target in 15 hours when we started the campaign. So, so that was a very important from the from the point of view of the success of the campaign campaign that that it starts very fluently and and people uh, get enthusiastic about that yeah uh, um yeah you know but I, let, let, let me jump in jump in here so yes, um, yes. 2000, 2015 kickstarter okay mm. um you know you said uh, we we identified real quick that uh, us is the major market we need to get into the us um, you guys are uh, based out of Finland. You have been working up to this mm. point. Uh, first research started 2012, mm. 2013. Let's mm. say two to three years. Yes. Okay. How did you finance? Uh, how, how did you finance yourself up to this point? 
we had um, an angel round uh, in 2013. So we, we got some, some small governmental money, money from the kind of innovation fund, for example. Uh, and, and, and then we found few angels that were, let's say, crazy enough to, to believe in our, our doings. And one of them was, was <coughs> Yuri Engström, who has uh, the so-called Yes VC these days. And, and then Marko Ahtisaari uh, and Joy Ito from MIT uh, and, um, or MIT Media Lab and, and then a couple of others. So, so those people were kind of crazy enough to, to believe in us uh, so that we, we, could, we could have a small, small money from them and, and then, then start kind of a prototyping our stuff and, and so on. And, and then when we launched um, in March 2015 and during the launch festival, uh, right the next day of the launch, we were introduced to some investors in, in Silicon Valley. Yeah. So um, there were people who were already willing to help us uh, to, and we had meetings right away and then, then several months. So we closed the seed round of 1.6 million uh, euros um, in September, uh, 2015, just during the Kickstarter. And, and from Kickstarter, we got uh, $650,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kickstarter was not basically for getting money. It was more like uh, making us visible in the marketplace. Yeah. Get the viral effect, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what yeah. I was thinking of is like, yeah, you know, we got, <laughs> you guys are out of, uh, you know, based in Nordics, you know, just like doing your thing. And then, yeah, we got some money from the, from, from some crazy people, you know, cra- cra- crazy people that are, that are, that believed in us, you know, yeah. <laughs> But then in order to get our product on scale, we need also crazy people on scale. And that's why yeah. we went to the US. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yes. So so maybe that's not so obvious from 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 northern Finland to, to do yeah. so. But but fortunately we had uh, the, the background in, in doing international business in, yeah. in companies before and I I had lived with my wife in, in Hong Kong for a couple of years and I established business in, in Tokyo and Beijing and, and I had done business in 30 countries before before that. So so yeah. I we, we all had some some international background already. So therefore um, we were not kind of feeling we are we are just Finnish people, we are just living in the world. So, so, yeah, and so, that, that's, yeah. that's interesting. That's an interesting statement because that's exactly where I want to go right now. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, what I wrote down here in my notes was like from Finland to the world. Okay. And I, because I was thinking about this, this is such an incredible product. And I mean, you know, the years have shown it, right? That, mm-hmm. that it's incredible innovation, incredible product. You hit kind of like a, you know, a, a nerve uh, globally, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. not just yes. like a phenomena for, um, uh, you know, within one country or so. Mm-hmm. And so, and you already said, right? Um, the role of of of, uh, of the U.S. or the U.S. market being 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 a big one, you know. And, and now you said as well. Well, seed round we as well closed close over there. You mm-hmm. know, my my question is, 
that was back then, right? And, and yes. in 2000, uh, 2015, mm. uh, you know, again, this product comes out of comes out of Finland, right? Yes. Um, yes. Why? Why do you think uh, was it not um, possible? Was it just to the, due to the fact that the biohacking or biohacker self quantified community mm. back mm. then was already, let's say, um, sizable in the US versus, for example, now in, in Europe or so? And uh, for if we compare it, for example, to to today, you know, do, why don't we see kind of like more auras out of Europe, you know, like mm. or not in not obviously not the same product, but I mean like you know more of these type of st stories. Mm. Yes, yeah, I think the world has changed dramatically during these years. So, 2015, it it is exactly what you said that the quantified self uh, audience was was already then much bigger than than in Europe or elsewhere. Um, so and also getting getting funding for this kind of a crazy invention. So so it's not obvious to to measure sleep and recovery from your finger. It's it's not really obvious. So 99% or maybe even more of the investors we who who we talked to uh, they, they kind of turned us away. Uh, most of them introduced us to, to someone else that, that talked to these guys. So, so it was a good experience in a sense that even though they, they weren't willing to invest because it was hardware and also it sounded like really complicated and, and not obvious to measure with a ring from a finger, that kind of, that why, why don't you do a wrist device like all the others? Why don't you measure activity like all the others? So all, every time we got the same questions, and but we stayed kind of stubborn to and, and, and very true to our use cases that we want to solve something very meaningful. So it took time for us to find people who are very willing to invest in, in, our, in our solution. And, and unfortunately, most of those people were in US, <laughs> so, so so we couldn't find find enough of them here in here in Europe at that time. So yeah. so it was kind of a must for us to go there, but today it's completely different situation. Now there is funding available in Finland, in Europe, basically everywhere. Actually, there is more money than than could invest kind of a good opportunities to invest these days so so if you have a good idea it's, it's very 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 easy to get money today compared to to seven eight nine years ago yeah so and that that's why it, it is a still surprise for me that as you said why uh, aura kind of companies uh, are not getting born more here in europe these days or asia or wherever yeah yeah, I, I, I have been asking myself this uh, actually a lot, you know, because uh, if you, if you yes, obviously, you know, Europe as a market, um, you know, is, is challenging in itself, right? Because fragmented uh, different mm. countries, cultures, yes. languages, etc., legal yeah. systems, all that stuff. I understand that, mm. right? Yes. Uh, but, but then again, still, you know, you got to start somewhere, right? You, you, you exactly. Can, Yes, start in one country, right? And uh, yes, and, and German-speaking Europe is hundred million people, for example. So exactly, it's, it's it's a big market. Uh, it's not that fragmented. 
in any case. So, so I think there, there are lots of opportunities that are not yet kind of taken. Yeah, especially, especially because um, knowledge on the, uh, uh, so, you know, you could, you could argue, okay, you know, maybe 10 years ago, uh, software wasn't as strong uh, mm. as, for example, in the US in terms of uh, mm. talent distribution. Yeah, uh, or having enough talent that that is good, but that is obviously not the case. Especially mm. also now, when mm. it comes to uh, such things as data science, machine yeah. learning, right? Uh, mm. There, there is enough talent. Yes, uh, you, you bet. You are probably uh, way much uh, or better off hiring uh, people in data science in Europe than, for example, somewhere in the U.S. Mm. Uh, regions. Mm. Um, mm. But. Uh, when it comes to, for example, such things as hardware, you know, electrical engineering, mm. these type of things, sensors mm. and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, that's, that's, you know, one of the core strengths, obviously, right? Yes, in, in it Europe. is. So, yes, yes. I don't know. It's uh, interesting. Yeah, I think maybe one, one thing is that um, um, somehow we, we should kind of, we should be able to share more um the experiences that, that how how you establish company how, how you start building a, a meaningful solution for some problem what it means in practice what kind of things you need to take into account how you build the team and, and so on so and, and also especially what, what is very 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 important and it's it's many times forgotten or, or not understood is that the, the founding team and the core people joining them later on, they have to share the same values. Yeah. They need they must be diversity in in so that they are women and they are men and they are different races and they they are the the um, uh, mother tongue can be different and and so on. So they they must be diversity also in the yeah. backgrounds that. What, what they've been studying, what they've been working on. So yeah. that actually made it possible at Aura as well, that all those core people had completely different backgrounds. Uh, so so uh, they've been, they had done completely different kind of things, but still they shared the same values. They, they, they wanted to build something very, very meaningful for people that actually helps them to to uh, increase the quality of their life. So, so, and also that we had experienced enough, uh, let's say we had enough life experience to, to value other things than money. So, so even though we, we didn't have much money, but, but still our inner motivation, uh, it was fed better with, with, the, uh, with, with doing something very meaningful. And something that 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 people find valuable than just making money. Yeah, and 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 that, that is that is that becomes very obvious with the problem itself, right? Mm. The harder mm. the problem, right? The more mm. difficult the uh, you know the 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 product, and the more unknown uh, the success um, probability yes. is, right? Yes. The, um, the 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 you know that that can uh, most probably correlate with, uh, you know, uh, an intrinsic, intrinsic drive, you know, towards yes. uh, 
of course mm. the problem so uh, mm. that makes sense but um yeah, let's uh, you know let's let's talk a little bit about uh, what what has happening so far um you know in the market uh, not not too recent ago you know uh, j- just a quick disclaimer here uh, i talked to a founder uh, of uh, of a of a, a variable company and uh, uh, that was that was also very interesting because it is uh, i would describe more or less this uh, recent wave uh, in the um, CGM space, and um, you know, let's let's maybe it's 2022. Uh, you obviously are uh, observing what's going on. You know, let's talk about uh, wh- where we have come. You know, in terms of mm. the devices, market, uh, science. You know, um, mm. all, all all sorts of things. Mm. Yeah, I think during these years, um, um, when we started. After that, there has been lots of consolidation, consolidation so that uh, companies have died or, or they've been purchased or so. So like uh, there was a, a risk device called MyBasis uh, at that time when, when we started. It was one of the best devices in the marketplace at that time. And then Intel bought it and, and, and then they released a new version and there was some hardware problem there and and eventually the product died completely and then there was a jawbone it was i think the valuation was 100 million or no no maybe close to billion or a couple of billions or something like that but but they were they were a big player already but eventually the quality of their products was not satisfying to to users and and it it died eventually as well and um, like Fitbit was bought by Google uh, recently and so on. So, so that has been one development in the marketplace. So, so fewer players and, and at the same time, there've been plenty of new players coming from Asia and so on, but they are kind of more or less copies of ex- existing. And of course, um, one of the big ones is Apple Watch that has come to the market and, and there are more than 100 million of them in use, continuous use. Um, But still, and and even though the the quality of the products has has improved, the the heart rate measurement and that kind of stuff, it has improved a lot from from what it was. And, And they have become more meaningful, but still plenty of them are kind of devices that, that, they have sensors and and they have they have uh, the hardware is is more or less uh, beautiful, well designed and and it's working okay and so on. But but still, what is the problem is that they there are no meaningful use cases or user stories behind in developing the the solution. So so they are kind of more or less copies of of each other and and and. And the actual user experience is, is not that good. So therefore, the retention rates are not high. I think Apple Watch is, is something like it. Apple brand is so strong that people continue using it for a long time. It or actually lo- yeah, at least longer than, than other devices, even though they don't find it very meaningful eventually from the health perspective. Um, but, but still, I would say that there is there is lots of room in the marketplace for the for the variables or the devices or solutions 
that disrupt uh, the market somehow so that they uh, they really are targeted to meaningful use cases to, to really solve some burning problem that people experience in their life. I think that that is that is uh, something that that uh, I think will be seen in the coming years, that there are new players coming in the marketplace that are re really willing to, to disrupt the market so that their, their solutions are more meaningful from the quality of life or quality of health perspective for, for the end users. Yeah, absolutely. I think the consolidation factor is, is, is definitely an important one. Uh, I think that will as well come now with this new generation, you know, um, mm. there's a, it's very interesting. So, you know, as, as looking at that uh, with, with, for example, CGM, right? Um, mm. the, this thing that we, you know, we talked about Europe uh, and the US. Mm. The, the, the other thing was um, I was thinking about uh, when I was looking at, um, you know, at the variable market now, uh, let's say the last, last couple of months, uh, I was thinking, you know, back then, um, if something would pop up in, in the US, mm. you know, a, a kind of like a venture, you know, like an idea for something and, mm. you know, and, and that would be, you would kind of see, you know, an, an, a venture happening in, in Europe, maybe five years ago, something like that, mm. you know, like kind mm. of something where the business model is being picked up, you know, and, mm. and, and, yes. and being, being replicated, right? Mm. That has gone down so much. It's mm. like, you know, 24 months, um, mm. 18 months uh, of, of, you know, differences where it's like, okay, there's some, some company popped up in the US and then there's like a, there's a, some sort of company in, I don't know, Spain or mm. whatever mm. Uh, popping up, you know, doing the yes. same thing. Exactly. The cycles, the cycles have become so short. It's yes. incredible. It's it is re really yes. incredible. Yes, it is. Yeah. Especially in the software business and, and, and all, all the kind of, um, digital things where you don't don't necessarily need need any hardware separate hardware yeah yeah absolutely so um you know uh, what, what what about the the science aspect you know because uh, that's obviously a very oh yeah let's let's put it this way i would say a little bit of a controversial a gray area uh, mm. when it comes to the consumer market right because yes. um yes um i mean you know uh you know, let's just throw it out there, right? Uh, why, yeah. why, why, why no medical device, right? I mean, we know why, but uh, yes. still, right? So uh, yes. it's it's easier to sell consumer products. Let's put it this way. But mm. um, how how has that aspect changed, right? Towards, um, for example, from Aura's perspective, how uh, did you evolve um, uh, on on the science aspect of working with you know different institutions, working with scientists, providing uh, maybe data sets or or mm. stuff like mm. that, you know? For us, it was it was uh, one of the uh, core things that we knew that we have to be be the best in in that part, because we we have we are a small team and we are challenging and coming up with a completely new new product, new kind of a product, and even new new category in a sense. So therefore, in the very beginning, when we had established the company, um, I. Um, I asked a guy called Hannu Kinnunen from Polar Electro to join us. He, he was at that time a principal scientist at Polar. He had been there for 18 years uh, at the, 
so and, and he joined Aura in 2014. So so um, for more than 25 years, he has been turning uh, very deep physiological behavioral data about sleep, activity, uh, recovery, and so on, all those aspects. He has been developing from the science, from the data perspective to the scientific algorithms to consumer products. So he's, I think, one of the rare people in the whole world who has been doing that that long and, um, and really scientifically, so, so that he has lots of patents and lots of scientific uh, publications as well. So it was one of the cornerstones for us that we, we understood that we, we need to build on strong science and, and make it, uh, so, so we need to uh, solve not only the technology, wearing comfort uh, and the design, but without strong science, the combination doesn't work. So all those four parts must be the best in the market so that we can really, really uh, make it happen and, 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 and really provide something very meaningful for the users. So, um, so from the very beginning, we have been doing scientific collaboration with different, different partners in Finland, Europe, and, and especially in the US, and, and, and during the last few years, mostly in, in US. But the first thing where we started from was, was the, uh, the sleep labs. So, so um, uh, we, we went to the occupational uh, healthcare center uh, uh, in Finland uh, to, to start in the very beginning to do uh, comparison of, of, of collecting data and comparison of our data to the actual sleep lab measurements of EKG, uh, EMG, EKG. So, so all, all those uh, different things that they measure there and pass oximeter and, and so on. So, so that we could compare uh, the data and see that how well we, we, we do against that data. And um, it's, it's not enough to just to do research, but the most difficult part is to apply it to the product itself. So, so first of all, you need to get the data from, from your body, the physiological data, but then you need to turn it into the knowledge and to the understanding about how it tells about your body responses, how your body is responding to your life, lifestyle choices. And then after that, uh, turn it to the communications to the user so that we can give guidance, not, not only showing data, which is the actual problem with, with even with current days, most variables, they start just provide data and it's not meaningful. They, they should provide uh, kind of, forward-looking uh, guidance to the users that what you can do if, if your sleep or recovery rates or your physiological responses show that you are not recovering well from your daytime uh, choices. So, so what you could do. So that, was, that is a very important part of the whole science as well. And, and, and it, it goes to, to very close to your age 
area of specialty. So, um, so the data science part that how, how we, we, we had to solve that part also in, in the very beginning so that how we turn it into the knowledge and eventually, uh, even though we, we wanted the product to be uh, intelligent, but eventually we wanted that by using the product, we wanted the user to be actually uh, who gains the wisdom of his or her body, and then then can can do better and more informed choices every day. Yeah, and uh, did you did you kind of establish in that sense a um, you know a, a process throughout the year uh, years to um, you know enhance collaborations or to to kind of you know or or is it more or less uh, an approach of like okay there's uh, there's a there's a like a lab or a group or whatever approaching you guys and saying like hey we would like to do some 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 work with uh you know with you guys together or like with your data or whatever like how did you how how did you and you know in the maturity like through throughout the years not in the early days but later later like maybe when you left how was that you know how how did you deal with this yeah, it was both actually. So, so when we released the product in the launch festival, we already started getting first contacts uh, from mm -hmm. from research organizations as well, and especially yeah. when we had the Kickstarter campaign, there were were um, companies and research labs buying and ordering the rings from the Kickstarter, and they started mm -hmm. testing them yeah. in, the, in the sleep lab themselves and they released uh, the results later on so that way we got the first actual validation of the of the sleep yeah. measurement of, of wearable device so aura is one of the first ones that that is, is validated uh, by external party without us knowing about it <laughs> so so it was the first generation ring so um so it, it started from that and, and ever since it was growing um, so that we actively wanted to partner with some players, but then we were contacted of, of plenty of different research uh, organizations and partners and, and, and university hospitals and so on that they wanted to, to use Aura. And eventually they started buying. So, so the B2B business is quite big at Aura. Mm -hmm. So it's oh, not okay, only so... B2C, but, but it's also B2B. Interesting. Okay, so there's there's it's not like okay, you know, um, there's like uh, you know for for science collaboration basically saying um, okay, you we have um, if if scientists want to kind of uh, work with aura data, and uh, there's like this um, you know there's uh, there's a possibility to partner with aura mm. in in terms mm. of having have like receiving anonymized data mm. or whatever, mm. but it's 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 really you you guys basically then build out like this B two B segment of. Mm. Where yes. then sciences or labs or scientists or labs are buying buying the data. Yes, yes, uh, the, exactly. the, the ordering, sorry. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And they are doing their own research and, and they utilize the product their own way. And, and, and then they, yeah, it, there are plenty of different kind of organizations in sports mm. and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and so on. So who, who do it? And even schools here in Finland, mm -hmm. especially, and, and also elsewhere that they like, like, my our older daughter is is um, 
is in the secondary school and and, and um, they they have a course where where they where they teach a certain kind of kind of behavioral or health health choices to to those students mm-hmm. and and then they the, the school has bought order rings and then they lent them to to the students for oh. some weeks or some months and so on so so it, there are plenty of different kind of variants that companies are buying to their employees or and 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 they are doing their own own studies or or research organizations and or so so plenty of different kind of businesses and and organizations buying the rings for for this purpose interesting you know um maybe into 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 uh, towards the, uh, the next chapter i was thinking as well so um before before we go there uh, what do you think is 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 the next chapter in terms of maturity for variables um because you know we started out with uh, with talking about uh, how you guys you know understood okay we got to go to the us because there's a there's a large um, you know large group of people or user base for you know this quantified self movement for this, this you know this biohacking biohacking community and i actually you know i have this uh, thought and, and i mentioned this or i raised it um, as well in my conversation with uh, mm. with um, with the founder of the in, in the cgm space mm. where i said like you know I, i i have a feeling that you know even if we're talking about that the industry is in its early stage stages mm. Uh, or just scratching the surface, you know, mm. of, of what mm. what might be possible. Mm. And I mean, we 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 gotta say that, right? Because yeah, yeah, yes, we are vision, <laughs> we're all visionaries, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, isn't the challenge to scale inside society? Um, you know, from the the biohacker slash the high performance individual uh, who is a I don't know, um, you know, working in tech or as a is a is a ceo or a, you know a football player uh, you know mm. this mm. to the ordinary you know persona to mm. to to uh to the 20 27 year old person you know that uh does not get goosebumps when he gets uh, some some cool metrics in you know yeah. on on yes. on uh, whatever you know because yes. that's just not his interest but yes. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the the thought that I would yes. also like to raise with you. Yes, definitely. There's lots of of um, space to improve there. So I think what has not been kind of solved with current variables is that how they can change in the actual behavioral change, and also that how uh, let's say common people, more common people who are not Kind of inclined to to dig deeper into their their data from their body and so on. How those people would get motivated to to buy such a device and then follow through the uh, the guidance that they get from that. So I think there's still plenty plenty to improve there in those areas that um, the products uh, they are they are, they are Too gadgets, too much gadgets still. Mm-hmm. So that it, they are data oriented. There are plenty of of different kind of too many features for most of the people. Even to myself, 
to myself, uh, I've been using Apple Watch. Uh, I bought maybe the first one and second one, and I have the latest one as well because I have wanted to test at that, that how it has developed. I've been trying to use it for for sleep measurement and recovery measurement, but it, it's it's really really far from being useful still, and and I don't want to use it for for messaging or that kind of uh, disrupting stuff. I, I don't like it. Uh, maybe most most users they they use it for this kind of a communication stuff and 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 so on. But but for me it's just too disrupting. In that sense, so I don't I don't want to get alerts all the time about something. <laughs> I want to stay focused on what I'm doing, and then then when I'm interested, then I can check other things. But um, I think the, the the problem still lies in 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 actually uh, the the use cases and user stories that 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 companies should get much deeper into the the real understanding that okay. What is the what is the actual way for us to 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 build a meaningful product for different target audiences? So so what are the burning problems or the the, the burning issues people have that, that that they would be motivated to start using the product and then when they start they they would continue using it. Uh, because they find it uh, meaningful and useful for their life. So there is still a lot of space there. And, and one of the things is context sensitivity, so that many of the devices, including Apple Watch, it's, it's out of the context many, many times, so that it is giving, okay, it measures your heart rate during the day, but it's, it's nonsense because it's not in the context. So, so you you have to build, kind of a, take a conscious effort to think from the perspective of what is meaningful to measure during the day, what is meaning to to measure during the night, and and what is uh, what the body is telling to you uh, in different contexts. So, so what is meaningful from the physiological responses or the autonomic nervous system perspective, what is meaningful to measure, what kind of actions, what, what things should be taken into account. And I think it also comes to the digital phenotyping that, that we were discussing before we started recording, is that um, it's also context sensitivity to kind of understand that how people use their digital media and, and, and how they spend their time. So so that we can build a causal relationship to, to what you're doing and how your body is responding or your mind is responding. So, so um, I think in the, in the coming years and, and, and even today, we can get pretty good readings from your physiology, but it's harder to, to get deeper into your mind. So, so, so what is motivating, how tired you are mentally to things and, and, and what is causing causing this kind of a mental tiredness or, or, or all those mental problems people have. So, so um, I, I think the, the ultimate target should be there that whatever device or solution uh, it is, it should help the individual to build 
uh, more understanding on themselves. I mean, so that they can they can do better and more conscious choices. So that if we want to want to help people change their behavior, we we need to uh, we need to help them kind of change their daily choices so that they eventually it becomes different behavior. Uh, and and then let's take an example of, of our users. One of the things that people learn in the early phases is that how alcohol is, is affecting your body. So it was not well known when we started at Aura and when we, when we came to the market. No one, no doctors or anyone, or very rarely we heard anything about that. What is, how big an effect a couple of glasses of, of alcohol is actually causing in your body? and how it's affecting your sleep and recovery. But that is very obvious when you, if you use Aura, you see that your heart rate is jumping maybe five to 10 beats per night uh, from your average. Your HRV is, is going from, if, 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 it's, if it's normally close to 50, it goes to down to 10 to, 10 to 20. And also your, your body temperature may raise even 0.5 degrees or something like that. So, so it's, it's a clear indication that body is responding badly to, to the alcohol use, even, even to the small amounts. Uh, and, and of course, your sleep quality is not that, that good. So it, it takes, if you have one bad night because of drinking a little bit uh, before that night, it takes a week to gain back your, your capacity that you had uh, before drinking so so that is something that that um, many aura users have have told to us that that eventually it it, um, it causes the um, behavioral change in a way that that um, if you have a bottle of, of wine on, on the table and you are about to open it then they start thinking that okay tomorrow I need to be, at my best in that meeting, or I have that presentation, or I have that call, or, or I want to be with my family and to be energetic and so on. So then they, they do a conscious choice that, no, it's not good for me now to, to drink a couple of glasses of wine. It's better for me to, to do maybe breathing exercise or just a short walk and, and then improve my sleep through that. So, so that is what we have wanted to, to create so that, that people would, would get more conscious, more aware of themselves and their choices. And that way they can do better choices and, and eventually they get to know themselves better. And when, you, when that happens, then they become more interested about people around them. So their close people, their loved ones and, and their friends and so on and, and also they become more interested about nature and other things so so that is the ultimate target for us to establish the company was to to increase this kind of consciousness in the whole world yeah absolutely i, I think so from from a company from a company perspective you know that is that is happening you know and uh for for anyone that um you know that at some point in their life gets to the point where they are 
you know, they are conscious about this uh, and, and, you know, they are interested as well in this, right? They're interested in their own health, you mm. know, beyond just like, you know, reactive, but just like mm. actively interested, yes. right? Yes. Not because they have some sort of, let's say, uh, illness or whatever, mm. but mm. actively just interested in their body and the processes that are, yes. that are going on, yes. right? But then again, I think fundamentally, um, it is, uh, and I was just thinking about this example that you brought up from your daughter, uh, daughter's school. Mm, I think mm. fundamentally, it is it is um, the different entities that a nation has that need to, you know, and it needs to come from the government. Mm. I, I believe, right, that that mm. in order to create this consciousness for yes. people. Because ultimately, right, there's, I mean, that's why there's health economics, right, in mm. terms of mm. what, what all this costs, right, and, yes. and what, uh, what lifestyle related diseases are basically yes. costing, right, and we know all these crazy numbers. Yes. But then again, I mean, if we compare it, right, and I, I, I was just thinking about the Soviet Union, but the same mm. thing goes for the US, you know, um, yes. in, 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 the, in the beginning, uh, or let's say in, in the 40s and the 50s, you know, um, things were looking completely differently, you know, um, yes. in terms of, you know, the programs that you had at school and stuff, you know, the, there was like, it was a completely, it was completely normal to be fit, right? Yes. And to, yes. to, to have, to have um, enough um, physical exercise and stuff yes. like that, you know? Exactly. And, and, and this has completely changed towards like, you know, everybody can, you know, just like, uh, be and and uh, you know this is not a bad thing but i mean i'm not saying like people should mm. be forced with things yes. but it's just about like you know the, the the problem is that um with health is that you 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 pay later right you don't yes, pay exactly yes don't pay you don't pay right away yes and 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 you are talking about a fundamental thing which is kind of a self-respect uh i mean in the early early years of, of our development, um, the parents should should uh, ensure that that the, the children can can develop kind of healthy healthy kind of self esteem and self respect and and respect to others and respect to nature and so on so that they they respect themselves so much that they want to do good choices that help them improve the quality of their life eventually so so it is it is a fundamental thing and and i agree with you that it, it should be at schools it should be taught at schools and 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 this kind of there should be this kind of aspect there that it's important part of life and and um an important part of self-esteem, so that you 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 are a human being, and 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 you respect yourself that much that you want to kind of serve your body as well, and and serve your mind, so that you stay healthy, and and you, then you can be energetic, and 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 you can you can reach those goals that you have in your mind for your life, and and what comes to those chronic diseases. And uh, as you said, it is that lifestyle choices are are in the core of the solution there. So that when when I was operating in that that area, I eventually learned that there is no way out 
of this this general problem of of chronic diseases like like for example pre-diabetes is so a huge a problem that that the healthcare system cannot solve it uh, they they must be some preventive ways to do something and and we came to the conclusion that the only way to solve this problem is to empower the individuals themselves to to take responsibility of their choices daily choices that lead to to something some hopefully something good in their life so so that that comes back to this self respect and and so that that you love yourself that much that you want to want to do good choices and 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 you love the people around you that much that you 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 want to be kind of a, at your best and 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 to to provide to life yeah yeah and and, and you know the the funny thing is yeah I, I you know i'd like to compare that to um you know uh or make make sort of like a, a analogy here to to finances right mm. uh, uh, when I, I would compare it like the the choices that that one one makes right those lifestyle related choices mm. they're like a compound interest mm. right so yes. uh you know it you might not see stuff you know in your 20s you mm. know you might you might not uh, you know because you know that's that's just biology you know yes. you'll i mean yes. yes you might have a few kilos more you know yeah. or yes. um you know you, you might just like you know not do any sports but life is great mm. right um, yeah. yeah but eventually you know after some you know some time in your 40s you know there will be first signs right yes Yes. Um, I mean, if you're unlucky, then than before, but but mm. th that that's the thing, right? So if you're there's this, and even though everybody knows that, right? Everybody yes. knows that sport is a good thing, right? Mm. Everybody yes. knows yes. that eating healthy is um, yes. is a good thing, right? Yes. But then again, yes. you know, because there is no immediate effect, right? Mm. Um, yes. The, the funny thing is it's even with drinking right because yes. there obviously there's like a, if you drink too much right there's like an yes. immediate effect and it, it's exactly. heavy right yes. and, and people and people feel so so shitty about it and say like yeah yes. i'm never gonna drink but that's yes. only in the moment <laughs> yes exactly yes <laughs> yeah but that is the challenge know, that is the challenge so whatever solutions we we develop they should kind of try to open that that causal relationship so so that is the, the challenge with our health and, and doing exercise or or healthy choices with your nutrition and so on that's exactly the, the main main kind of problem there so that uh, how to make it visible for people that and where that where my current choices are leading myself yeah and you know obviously i then need to because we're talking about this you know like like you know we figured everything out <laughs> yeah you know yeah, yeah. Uh, what's you know what's what's your um what's your approach you know like how do you manage your health uh, uh in, in terms of and also a very interesting uh th that's a very interesting question i think you know as a, as a founder as, as somebody that has gone through this journey of you know um what it means to build up a company and with you know all the ups and downs um let's compare today you know um mm. versus your time you know actively building up aura mm. how did you you know how do you manage stress you know or sleep exercise you know diet these things mm. right 
because yes. you know you're preaching it or you were preaching it yes. you know then how, yes. how did you execute execute on yourself yes i have always wanted to to kind of uh, uh not not willing to to preach something that i don't do myself so so it's it's more trustworthy if i show myself so so that i i do those things what i talk about so i've been i've been kind of enthusiastic in sports uh from very young young age so first of all track and field and and then i played volleyball i'm a finnish champion in volleyball uh in, in age of 14 or 15 something like that very young age and then i i uh, i um of course going to gym has been has been one of the things i've been doing all my life but then then i i got inspired about budo so so uh karate jujutsu that kind of things at the age of 13 or 14 and i come from a small small town they went opportunities to to practice them so i went to the neighbor neighbor town and asked the the sensei to come to teach us there in our our smaller town it was 60 kilometers away and but but then he said that okay if you collect 30 people uh he can he can come and then i also with two of my friends um and 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 um, their uh, their father he he took us to a couple of times a week to to the neighboring t- town to to practice so so um i think that was really something that started a journey for me um understanding my my health overall and and my kind of performance and 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 stress and so on because in we had a japanese sensei um who wanted us to to build up the kind of spirit as well so not only practice physically but but also mentally and and uh, and and build up a strong spirit so so i learned early on already uh, the kind of methods that how i can can silence my mind and and concentrate on on something uh what i want to focus on and and also how i can perform at my best even though it it is a, a challenging situation and and so on so i carried uh, or continued that for quite some time and then for the last 17 years now i've been doing medical qigong it is a so it's not martial art but it is it is more like a health practice um kind of morning morning exercise that takes about 20 to 30 minutes every morning sometimes a couple of hours but i do it with my wife every morning uh, so it's 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 something that i start my day with and 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 um but then at, in addition to that uh i like very much swimming uh walking outside in the nature and jogging and skiing and and that kind of stuff uh so 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 it has been part of my life uh all the time to to because i i feel good when i go 
especially go out to nature to to walk or, or hike or whatever or ski or swim there and so on so so i learned to do it and i want to do it i continue doing it but also um during the work life uh we, we could we've gone through plenty of different kind of things with my wife uh when she was working for nokia um i was traveling a lot she was traveling a lot and and her back uh, backbone started to to uh get problems because of stress and and uh, and it it became really serious uh and eventually the diagnosis was was not not that nice so so she she completely changed her her kind of daily choices uh stopped eating meat and and that kind of stuff completely changed the nutrition and and exercise routines and and plenty of stuff and and ever since she has been completely away of those those symptoms so so it was a kind of a in a very early phase of our our life we went through that kind of mm. serious serious thing which opened our eyes to see that our own what our own choices may may cause so through a disease it opened opened again uh, kind of our eyes that we started kind of respecting our body as as a vehicle that we we have and we need to we need to serve it well so that we can carry on using it for a long time but also that we we went deeper into the mind as well and, and to the kind of meditation and that kind of stuff so when we lived in in hong kong we lived in in lantau island which is a separate island from from hong kong island and we took took a boat from there 30 minutes every morning and afternoon to to and from the office and we we meditated uh when going to office and and when coming back we we did 30 minutes med- meditation and 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 we noticed at that time how huge an effect it had on on the way of how how we could concentrate better on on let's say our work but also that how we could leave the work behind when we went back home and and did did some nice things uh, there at, at home uh, also during the weekdays going hiking and that kind of stuff so so there are plenty of these kind of things that we have went through in our life that helped uh, have helped us to to respect life as it is and and respect our bodies and, and minds and, and and try to serve them serve the body as 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 well as possible so therefore uh, really long answer again to your question but but anyhow um we have developed routines to our to our daily daily choices so that by using aura and other other methods to to measure the physiological responses i i've become pretty knowledgeable about how my body is responding to different kind of things what i do in our life yeah no i i i like the answer you know it's uh, again you know partially shows um you know the uh the the re- the reactive side of things you know when there something needs to happen for people to you mm. know 
mm. put it in front of like literally in front yes. of their eyes you know even yes. though it is there all the time right yes. i mean yes. now, especially nowadays right uh, um everything is a commodity right everything yes. is out there for free you know you can consume whatever you want right just go on youtube type something in and it is mm. there right you yes. we know every we we almost know everything so, yes uh, you know, yes it seems but then again sometimes it needs to be like literally you know in in front of our uh, our eyes in order for us to 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 take measures you know yes yes yeah one one thing what what happened uh, must tell this as well because it, it is important i feel when we were building our house we have a log log house uh, mm -hmm. here in here on the alongside of the of, of a lake but anyhow when we were building it in 2004 in December, um, I was I was carrying some stuff in my hands, and I was uh, I was about to come from the second floor from from about four four point five meters high to the first floor, um, and then the ladder slide started sliding from 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 down uh, to when I was standing on on the top of the ladder, it started sliding, and and then I fell. To the concrete floor from four and a half meters and 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 then i broke my right wrist uh, it was completely smashed uh, so it took more than half a, half a year to to recover from that uh, from my wrist perspective but but actually eventually i i learned that even though i'm right-handed and and i i couldn't use my my right hand for for eating or or writing or drawing or anything and the and our house was not completed it's, it was half completed so but i couldn't do anything myself there in the building so i i had to draw some interior interior design related stuff to to the to the guys who were continuing from that and and i had to comp, i had to learn use my left hand to everything, to, to writing and drawing and, and eating and, and everything. And that eventually kind of activated my right-hand side of my brain. So, so then I noticed that um, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to change from, from telecoms to something more meaningful. I, I have explained that change with this accident that happened to me that that when I started using more my left hand, so it activated my right hand side of my brain. And then at the same time, I, I used um, uh, so-called, um, what is it? This is uh, binaural beats, uh, the kind of music that you get different frequencies to the right ear yeah. and, and different to the left ear. So it helped also to build the, the collaboration between the the, uh, the hemispheres of the brain. Mm -hmm. So I found out later on that it has it had a huge effect on how I view my life, how I value my okay. life, and also also how I got kind of deeper understanding on why things things happen. So so that even though the accident felt bad at that time, but without that accident, I eventually, they, they wouldn't be Aura as a company. They wouldn't, <laughs> and, and many, many other things, they, they wouldn't be then at all. So, so therefore, 
we need to develop this kind of understanding on, on things, um, on the meaningfulness of life that sometimes, even though it, it feels like hard or, or you cannot understand at that moment why this is happening to me, but, but if you have acceptance and, and, and you believe in, in life in that sense that you eventually you, you understand that why that happened and then you can gain, gain more understanding about life itself and it connects directly to to the time when i was traveling when i was doing business in in 20 30 countries i was continuously traveling and and doing business before aura i was traveling alone and and many many things happened then as well so that i could i i found out found out that i cannot prepare myself to every obstacle or every everything what happens so i i kind of found out that i start to respect the the wisdom of of uh, of uh, uncertainty so that i cannot be certain of everything i i must just go and and believe that that things go in a good way and and that when when i kind of had that attitude I met wonderful people and eventually, although there were obstacles, most of the time uh, things turned good eventually. So, so uh, and I learned a lot. I met, met wonderful people all around the world and, and who are still my friends and so on. So that I could establish deep relationships with those people and so on. So life is worth living. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the keyword for this, you know, or or just something that something that I've been thinking about while you were talking a lot is it's just it's just you know the notion of leaving your comfort zone, yeah, uh, and yes. in, in any in any given moment, and that yes. you know that accounts for your health, that accounts yes. towards you know your professional life, yes, uh, uh, whatever it is, you know, and I think uh, as as people we are designed to fall. Um, to fall into that trap of our own comfort zones, exactly. right? I mean, uh, it, it's for some, so for someone, the comfort, and for each of us, comfort zones look uh, are personalized, right? They're, mm -hmm. you know, our our own uh, comfort zones, and yes. they're different different to 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 other people, but um, uh, it it does not matter, right? It's always about embracing the unknown, right? Exactly, and, and, yes, and leaving that comfort zone just you know to push the needle a little bit further you know yes and, yes and to 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 not to not stop right because i think ultimately that that makes the that makes the the human weaker you know in, in yes. any sense right yes. Uh, yes. if it's whatever part of the of your life it is right it makes you weaker in that part exactly you know, if, yes if we talk about health it makes you weaker, right? Mm -hmm. If you're yes. if, if you're not leaving the comfort zone, mm -hmm. you are you're eventually your body becomes weaker. It will get yes. weaker. Yes. And our body, our body and mind, both of them have been developed or or they are meant to be used. So so that um, like our brain, if you don't use your brain, the, the cap full capacity of your brain, and kind of go over the limit sometimes. Yeah. then then it doesn't develop it's the same with your body physiology and, and it's yeah. it's yeah. direct analogy to to top athletes that the only way to build up your capacity is 
to stretch your limits mm-hmm. so that 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 you you understand what are your limits but then you go over the limits but then you also take care of the recovery after that. exactly yeah 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 absolutely you know speaking of athletes uh um i'm, I'm obviously uh, also a huge sports fan you know mm-hmm. uh i i sport for me sport actually besides the 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 obvious physical part of it mm-hmm. um for mm-hmm. me sports is uh I would say 80% mental. Mm, um, yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, especially, um, or how I notice this is because um, there, there will always be setbacks in, in one's life, right? Something, mm, yes. w- there's, it's the unknown, right? Yes, you, you break yes. your wrist. You, yes, you break your wrist. Yes. What do you do, yeah, right? Yes. Um, you, um, for example, now I also had, uh, had an unknown uh, in, mm. in December. Uh, mm. So apparently, there's also other viruses uh, besides COVID. Mm. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> and, uh, I, I had uh, the Epstein Barr virus, and it uh. took me out for four uh, four weeks. Mm. And um, you know, before that, uh, you know, usually I, I always go to the gym uh, three mm. four times a week. Yeah. Um, and sports is is very important for me. And mm. um, now, I mean, uh, you know, after these four weeks, now I another additional six weeks of no sports mm. so we're talking over two months right yeah, so yes and you know everybody that uh, does sports knows what it means yes you know to get back to the gym yes uh, after such a long time right it's yes. fighting back it's yes. again you know it and, is. and yeah in these moments that's when i realize okay how much when, when for a long time i'm not able to you know physically mm. um move or or yes. you know do sports i yes. i feel how much that um you know I, i feel how much of a impact it has on my mental yes um you know um what is the word the, exactly mental performance yes. but also yes. f- you know feeling in terms of yeah, like feeling, you know yes. positive and, and yes. negative feelings t- t- yes. towards yes. things right motivation yes. all, all sorts of things it's incredible exactly. like Yes, I, I I cannot even describe, like for me personally. I, I hope other people feel like this as well. But yeah. like for me, yes. it's, it's so incredible. Like um, yes. you know, yeah, uh, that I, uh, I I cannot even explain it. But so in terms of, again, I was starting from from athletes. Mm. Uh, what what athletes do you know uh, that uh, you know uh, that have been or are using aura uh, in 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 the world? You know, in in what sports? Yeah, there are plenty of them. In, in many, many different sports, in track and field, in, in um, ice hockey, um, football, swimming. Do you have some names? Do you have like some, some names, some big names that, uh, that, that you are aware of? I, 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 I could have guessed that probably some NFL players are using. using they are, yeah. Uh, NFL players. Yes, they are. Yes. And, uh, You know, Aura has has as a company has released the the collaboration between okay. kind of NAS, NASCAR and, and, and NFL uh, okay, and, okay. And, and, and and so on. So so obviously there are plenty of them, but but yeah, um, I I I am um, I'm not willing to give certain names. You can find <laughs> yeah, them. No, you can find. No, no worries. Them. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll do my research. I'll do my yes. research. But, yes, okay. you, you will definitely wanna... find plenty of names who are using, but there are lo- lots of Olympic athletes, mm, uh, yeah, track yeah. and field, and also uh, cross-country skiing and and, uh, mm. and 
winter sports, summer sports, swimming. There are plenty yeah, of them. And, and yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah NASCAR, absolutely. Formula One. So, yeah. and it's funny that even in the beginning, we we made a conscious choice that we are not targeting our product to athletes, mm-hmm. but they found it themselves eventually uh, because they they it's it's so important for athletes to take care of their recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so so they found it themselves. Like like also like like I told you that in the beginning it was it was hard to find investors, but during the last few years, there have been much more investors who have been willing to, to invest in Aura than we have been able to, to take in. So, so like, for example, Mark Benioff or, or, or Michael Dale, they just sent me direct message that I love the Aura ring, can I invest? So can it be easier? So, but, but the reason is that the product is something that so many people have found useful. And I would say 99.9% of our investors have first encountered uh, the product itself and then bought it themselves and then used it and and became uh, convinced about the product and the the quality of the product, but also, also the usefulness of the product. So that explains the, the success. And also, uh, just uh, you haven't asked, but I, I just want to note this: that why the reason why, for example, Prince Harry came up by by using showing that he is using the ordering, that he wanted to deliver a message to to young adults like himself, that is important to take care of your your mental well being and, and well being overall. So did, did he did he say anything or like? What do you mean? He, like, did he, he didn't. He didn't say anything, but he he started using Aura because uh, his his doctor uh, suggested him. So 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 we as a company or or he's also he's pretty he's pretty fit, right? I, I, yes, I he's mean... pretty. Yeah, definitely he is. But but um, in any case, against the royal protocol, he he continued using the Aura. Uh, during the daytime as well, he he had been using uh, aura for for a long time during the nights, but also mm-hmm. it was his conscious choice to to do it be- before they they went to to the global tour. Yeah. They they went went to travel globally, uh, so they were a very visible couple at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so he made a conscious choice to deliver a message. So he, he through the doctor, uh, who I know personally very well, uh, he delivered a message that, that, that don't talk about his ring. Talk about what this ring can do, what good this ring can do to young adults like himself. So, so it's important to, to take care of yourself and take responsibility of your health. So yeah. that was the message, and and um, he publicly didn't didn't say anything, but but Aura got something like four hundred eighty four million global media hits in five days uh, because of that. 
So the value of those days as a marketing equivalent was 10.5 million euros. So, wow. so and, and the, it kind of tenfolded the, the uh, visitors in, in our webshop and so on. So, so it was really, really important for us. But why, why I'm telling this is that why, how, how this kind of things happen, you cannot make it happen by trying to influence him or trying, trying to pay him something or something because we didn't have any access to him. The only explaining factor is that we have, when we established the company and developed the product, uh, found the, the, um, the team and so on, the members of the team, we had a poor or genuine intention to do something good. So, so to develop something that helps people in, increase the quality of their life. That was a genuine intention of the whole founding team and also the, the team members who joined us. So that, that was our passion. And that is a strong power. And I, I think um, concluding the, what, what, I, what we've been discussing also previously related to, to uh, wearable products and the, the opportunities in the marketplace, I would say that overall in every business in future, only those companies will be successful who have genuine intention to do good. Hmm. Either That's to people statement. or to nature or, or, or something. So that it is not, because the only way you can raise yourself is, is to raise the other people, raise, raise everyone else. You cannot raise yourself by raising yourself but you can raise yourself by by raising others. I mean, I mean that is the the way that we should think and, and build businesses as well. That it must be meaningful, helpful, and really valuable, sustainable, yeah. and, and and so on. That it respects the nature, respects the the human beings, and respects uh, climate and, and everything. So that it, I, f- it must, I fully it must agree. Good. Yeah. I fully agree. I, I think just, you know, the difficulty, I, you can get super, get, you can get super philosophical in that. Um, yes. But mm. I mean, um, it, it, you know, the, the difficulty we talked about, we talked about meta before, you know, before mm, yes. press record. Yes. We, and, and, you know, the same goes for the pharmaceutical, for, yes. for the pharmaceutical industry and stuff like that. Right. Yes. I, I mean, right now, right. Yes. Right no, now. No, yes. I mean, pe- people are even scared to, 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 to say it, you know, and in, yes. in some countries just because there's so much pressure, right. Exactly. In terms of, you know, yes, obviously there yes. is some sort of, um, you know, um, not really a neutral factor uh, mm. in in terms mm. of saving or helping people, and obviously yes. selling a lot of um, selling a lot of your product, right? So yes. Yes. Uh, there's there's obviously always this uh, this balance, which is super difficult. But mm. um, you know, let me ask you one thing um, uh, now as well as we're approaching kind of the end is why did you why did you leave uh, why did you leave Aura? And um, I'm yeah, not sure but- whether you stated that publicly. Um, but... No, I I haven't stated it publicly yet. Okay. Even though, so so basically, we all founders left in mm-hmm. 2020 in spring okay. 2020. And the the uh, there are several reasons, but but one of the most important one was that um, uh, there was a U.S. CEO who who came 
as the CEO of the company after myself in 2018. Um, I don't want to go into the details there, but anyhow, we learned, we, we founders learned that uh, um, how to put it, uh, that our visions and, and uh, our uh, values, knowledge, knowledge and values, they, they are not something that are respected anymore in mm -hmm. the company. Many such things happened that we thought that it's, it's, it's best for, for us to, to resign the company, mm -hmm. that it is, it is not healthy for us any to, anymore to, to be here. And well, it, it's better used for our, our time to do, do something else. Yeah, I can imagine that that was a super hard, hard choice um, yes. because uh, especially as a founder, uh, mm. it's you know you've, you've spent so much so much time uh, so much energy into this and uh, built something yeah. up from the ground you know this this is uh, kind of your you know how they say this is your your baby kind of uh, in, in that yeah. regard um, how did you how did you cope with that and how did you how were you able to shift shift away in in terms of your mind as well being open now for, okay, you know, this was my chapter in life. I'm happy with that chapter with most of it. And, mm. you know, I now again, you know, may embrace the unknown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it took a while because, because when we established the company, we wanted to, we, we had experienced different companies, small and, and big ones before, and we wanted to, to establish a company, which is the best company in the world for, not only kind of creating meaningful product, but also for the employees of the company. It is, it is the culture is, is respectful and, and the values are, are very, very good for, for people so that the company takes care of the people and, and people are, there's lots of diversity and it's, it's well respected. And, and, uh, and also that all the employees, they, they find it meaningful and, and they, they really enjoy working in the company. So, so it was our baby in that sense. Uh, and, and, and of course, all, all that success and, 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 and um, along the way, along the journey, we had met plenty of wonderful people all over the world. It was, it was a great part of, of it and, and so on. And, and, uh, and of course, we had lived it through very enthusiastically. It was our mm. passion to solve something meaningful. And, and we were, uh, especially the Generation 2 ring, it was, it was very well taken in the marketplace. It, it became successful and, and it kind of paid back to us uh, all those visions and all the hard work that we had done. And, and it kind of... Uh, um, it showed that it is possible to develop business also this way from genuine intention to do good. And, and um, so, so there were plenty of things that, that um, we enjoyed, but so it, it made it hard to, to do the decision to resign, but, but, but it was 
how do how to put it the right uh, choice it, it it was yeah it definitely it was the right choice because now the company company has continued developing well so so there's now a great opportunity great company great team great product for someone who is willing to do genuine good for the humankind yeah you know what Pediri, we're this was this was a this was such a great conversation and uh, b- before i let you go here you know i uh, do you have do you have something do you are you already up to something or are you just enjoying nature uh, and 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 you know taking walks and 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 i don't know uh, just enjoying life or is there are you looking at things are you i don't know are you investing are you do you plan yes. to start another venture what is what what are you up to yes i've been doing many things um I'm I'm actively doing angel investments to meet into meaningful companies that I I find find uh, kind of uh, that that the uh, the values and and the ethics and morale and also also this kind of passion is that I'm aligned with uh, as I'm describing and, and there's this kind of a real genuine intention to do, do something good for for people or nature or something like that so I uh, we we established uh, our own investment company uh, with my family and I'm doing co-investments with my aura co-founders as well so uh, since last um, May, when we established the company, we have done some 15 investments already, mm. mostly in Finland, but also in in US and Germany, uh, Switzerland, Scandics. Uh, so, so um, you know, I I uh, I have lots of I got kind of very wide networks through throughout the aura history so so plenty of people contact me through linkedin and, and other ways and uh, and um, so therefore i um, i can see see different kind of companies and work with different kind of people and and i yeah. um and that's that's something i can i i feel it's it's meaningful because i can i can use my experience and about everything what we have learned during the aura aura years and um, i can help those companies so i can i can i have helped some companies to raise funding in in some of their rounds and so yeah. I, I i know plenty of investors worldwide and so on so i can connect right people with right right founders yeah. and right investors so i enjoy doing that enjoy helping people kind of pro bono i don't i don't charge anything i just help them if i find find that they are they are true to themselves and they they yeah. are doing something meaningful and and um i'm still still doing some of these kind of podcasts not not that often anymore but pretty rarely but uh and and uh, so so i would like to kind of um, help del- delivering this kind of message to the to the world uh so I, I have that kind of passion as well that, that that this kind of businesses would would kind of flourish and I mean businesses that really help people increase the, mm. the quality of their life and 
or the nature and so on. But also, um, we cannot help ourselves um, inventing new things as well. So, <laughs> so someday we may see kind of some kind of a new new company that we have established. Let's see. But we are we are working on the ideas. Let's see what, what will happen. Amazing. Hey, uh, Petri, this was uh, this was uh, incredible. Um, you know, I really really enjoyed this conversation. Um, I, I I feel like we could have have you know uh talk for hours and 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 like get super philosophical on a lot of topics yes i i, I really enjoyed your views um your stories you know thanks for being honest um also about the things that are that were that were not so good you know mm. uh sharing your experiences was really really such a such, such a motivational conversation thanks for being on the show thank you very much it was really my pleasure and, and as you say I could have continued for a long time as well. So, so I, I, I just enjoy talking about these kind of things. Yeah, nice, perfect. People, so thank you very much.